Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time ever watching me, uh, Aries, is this your first time in here? I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not familiar with seeing your name before, but if it's your first time and you don't know who I am, I'm Natalie Pierre Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. Awesome. Uh, so things like getting your uh, business registered with the state, making sure you have EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, uh, getting your, um, excuse me, making sure you have appropriate contracts so you don't get burned by clients and partners, um, brand protection strategies so people don't steal your business ideas, and helping you develop hiring policies that don't get you sued for discrimination. So I help you do all of those things. If you are wondering why I'm qualified, I'm very happy that you asked. I'm a licensed attorney. I have been one for almost 15 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas, and if you're going to be successful, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it, so that's why I'm here, okay? So, uh, yeah, so if you're in the startup phase of your business, or if you're thinking about starting a business and you don't know where to start, or if you are... Uh, or, you know, you, you, you have been in business for a little bit. Oh man, I left my water. You've been in business for a little bit, but, uh, you need some more structure. I'm who you want to call to help you get that structure. Okay. Uh, and the way that you're going to get in contact with me is you're going to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. There you can book a free 15 minute consultation. If you're a first time client, you can also download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you uh, choose and launch your dream business in seven days or less. Um, you will also be able to subscribe to the YouTube page and the podcast. So if you ever can't make a live broadcast, you can listen to it at your leisure or watch it at your leisure. And at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is where I have a lot of my video trainings as well. So I have a training showing you how to get an EIN number, a training showing you how to get a DUNS number, a training showing you how to put together an operating agreement, which you need to, you know, for your bank accounts. Um, okay. Well, uh, DM me Aries and let's talk. Okay. But yeah, so, uh, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is uh, where you can find the multiple ways to get in contact with me and find, uh, you know, my products and services. All right. But that is enough about me. Let's get to the show. All right. So the way that the show works is I pull stories from the news stories from blog sites and stories that you guys send me. And, um, we discuss them. We, uh, the, the ones that have lessons that we can learn as business owners, we talk about them, we discuss them. So this is a time for you guys to get involved. Okay. Don't be shy. This is a place for your questions and comments as long as they're respectful. And I love today's, um, you know, list of stories because they were all provided to me by you. I always tell you guys that this show is so much more fun when you guys participate. Hey, 76 Grimke. Um, 
And part of that participation is when you guys send me these stories because that lets me know what you guys want to hear about, okay? So I want to say thank you to 76 Grim K. I want to say thank you to Nessie Time. And I want to say thank you to Lynn Jessica for today's stories, all right? So without further ado, let's get started, okay? Uh, so the first story that we have tonight was, um, you did, uh, I did not see that the, uh, let's talk about that after. Cause I'm not sure what you're talking about. Uh, King tax services. Anyway, first, first story that we are talking about tonight. Um, I posted in my stories earlier today, I asked you, I posted a picture of LeBron James and I asked you guys, what is his nickname? And most of you guys uh, gave the answer that I was expecting. So I'm going to ask you guys here, what is LeBron James's nickname? Just in popular culture, what do people call LeBron James? Uh, uh, uh. What do people call LeBron James? LeBron James, who's on the king, the king what, Aries forever, ever. It's not just king. What do they call LeBron James? His nickname is what? King. King is part of it. King James. Yes. Thank you, 76 Grim K. LeBron James's nickname in popular culture is King James. Now, um, I was very surprised to find out that LeBron James has not, uh, thank you, Trista. Uh, thank you, Aries. Uh, I, <laughs> AB Jackson said, Bron, where, where is this Bron Bron coming from? Somebody else said Bron Bron on Instagram. I have never heard him referred to as Bron Bron. So y'all need to make me hip to where Bron Bron came from. Anyway, okay. So LeBron James, his, his, I guess more well-known nickname is King James, right? Um, but I found out that he does not, he does not have a trademark to King James. He has several trademarks for other things like LeBron and his I Promise School, but King James specifically, he does not have a trademark for. But, you know, everybody knows him as King James. Uh, well, because of this association with LeBron James with King James, uh, cultural, okay, okay, um, LeBron James is opposing a trademark application by Carnival Cruise Lines. Carnival Cruise Lines, um, oh, Bron Bron is his son? Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I'm surprised he doesn't have that trademark either, uh, 76 Grim K. Anyway, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'd be having like multiple conversations going on and then I get a sidetrack from the story. Anyways, so LeBron James, he's King James, but he doesn't have a trademark on it. Carnival Cruise Lines is trying to trademark, hey, the uh, King James for uh, a multitude of things, actually. They're trying to trademark King James for laundry services, hey, Margaret, um, body products, merchandise, cruise ship services, banqueting, just to name a few things. So Carnival Cruise Lines is trying to trademark the phrase King James for, I don't know, Maybe they're naming a, 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 a ship King James. Either way, LeBron James, through his, uh, you know, attorneys and his trademark company, they are opposing this uh, trademark application for King James. Now, we said already, LeBron does not have a trademark for King James, right? But he is saying, his the argument is, 
King James is so synonymous with LeBron James that whenever people see it, they automatically think LeBron James. So that if Carnival Cruise Lines is allowed to trademark this, people are going to associate Carnival Cruise Lines with LeBron James, right? Um, hey, so I want to know from you guys, what do you, what do you think about that argument? Do you think that LeBron James and King James are one and the same? When you see the phrase King James, do you, do you have, um, excuse me, do you, uh, do you, do you automatically think LeBron? Does LeBron have, uh, Aries have ever said he has nothing to stand on? Well, doesn't he? Because LeBron James has been in the public eye for a very long time, at least 10 years, right? Um, he is known all over the world. Uh, you know, one might say he is, you know, on par with Michael Jordan. So does, isn't that nickname something that, uh, I guess has reached cultural status? Do we think the King James nickname has reached cultural status? Aries forever ever said we need it on paper. 76 Grim K said yes. Um, so it's reached cultural status for you. I like, I'm for this. I'm on, I'm on LeBron's side because I just don't understand where Carnival Cruise Line is coming from with this King James phrase. Why King James of all phrases? Um, Trista Bradford said, when I see King James, I think about the Bible. Oh, okay. And that, that's another argument too, as well. Okay. King, the King James Bible. But, um, we also have to look at the categories that, uh, Carnival is trying to trademark. They're basically trying to trademark King James for any and everything. So the sincere God said, no, um, you don't think that the King James nickname has reached cultural status, the sincere God. Okay. Margaret Massey said, no, I don't think of him. How about the King James Bible? Yeah, I am thirsty actually. Uh, Trista Bradford said, yes, I think so. King James is Le is LeBron James. Okay. So some of you are associating King James with LeBron. And for some of you, it's not an automatic association, right? Well, LeBron is going after Carnival Cruise Lines. Whether or not you think you automatically think of LeBron James, when you see the phrase King James, um, I more associate King James with LeBron James than I do Carnival Cruise Lines. Where is Carnival coming with this phrase King James? I don't understand. Um, so let's take a, uh, the sincere God said it had to be a reason for him not getting it trademarked. Um, he has a lot of other trademarks. Maybe it just wasn't a priority for him or maybe, you know, um, I, I don't know. Either way, he, he's opposing Carnival's um, application. King Tax Services said, I feel like you'd have to be at a basketball game. Oh, uh, not really, because I feel like LeBron James, he is referred to as King James in pop culture, in social media. When people, you know, are talking basketball, they do use the nickname King James. It's not just on the court. Um, a basketball fan. But let's take a final tally here. If you think that LeBron James, hi, Bontia Moako, if you think that LeBron James should be able to oppose 
uh, should be able to keep Carnival Cruise Lines from trademarking the phrase King James, give me a one. If you think Carnival Cruise Lines should be allowed to trademark the phrase King James because LeBron James failed to do so, give me a two. So again, if you think LeBron James that should be able to, you know, claim priority over the phrase King James because it has reached cultural status, give me a one. If you think Carnival Cruise Line should be able to trademark the phrase because LeBron James failed to do so, give me a two. All right, so most of you are giving me twos here. Y'all are saying, whatever, LeBron, you didn't do your job. I got five twos. Okay, so we'll see what the court has to say about it. And, and if LeBron loses, this is going to be the perfect example. Tristan gave me a one. So I've got two ones and five twos. All right. Um, this, but if LeBron loses, this would be a perfect example of why you need to protect your intellectual property, right? Because if LeBron James had this trademark already for King James, it wouldn't even be an issue. They probably would have denied the application. Um, but yeah, good luck to that. All right. Uh, moving on to our next story of the evening. Um, so... I posted uh, a picture of Kirk Franklin, and uh, I uh, I asked you guys what your favorite Kirk Franklin song was. The most popular one answer that I got was Smile. I got Stomp for somebody else. Um, and uh, I can't rem- remember the other one. Um, and somebody gave me a uh, put Busted Baby Part 2, which is the Ply song, because y'all know that Ply's and Kirk Franklin are not the same person. Anyway. This story was, uh, <laughs> no Aries, Kirk Franklin did not make no Becky. <laughs> anyway, this story was given to me by Nessie Time. Thank you so much. Nessie Time is also the person who designed this t-shirt. I put in the orders. They're going to be here in a couple of weeks for you so you guys can get them. Um, King Tax Services says stomp. Uh, sincere God is laughing at me. But, um, uh, I don't know if you guys saw... On social media over the weekend, I saw this clip, but I didn't know where it was coming from. But Kirk Franklin had a few singers, and they were singing the chorus to the song Melodies from Heaven. Now, this is one of my favorite songs, uh, you know, when I was uh, back in my choir um, back home in Boston. Like, we sang all the Kirk Franklin songs, Melodies from Heaven. Like, we wore that song out. I loved that song, Melodies from Heaven, right? So here, you know, I'm just on social media and I see Kirk Franklin and these singers singing melodies from heaven. I'm like, ooh, that's cute. Okay. Um, but then Nessie Times sent me this story. Apparently, uh, a, a music, a musician and producer by the name of DJ Luke Nasty made a remix, um, or, you know, sampled melodies from heaven for a song that he called Rain. Now, DJ Luke Nasty is known for, you know, sexually suggestive and, you know, more adult music. Not, he's, he does not do gospel music. Um, but he sampled melodies from heaven for this song called Rain. And he didn't put it up for sale. He just put it up on, you know, on his SoundCloud, on different avenues. So he wasn't trying to sell it. Uh, but, you know, people could listen to it. And Kirk Franklin, as the copyright owner, because he wrote that song, um, of Melodies from Heaven, 
he got the remix removed from all platforms, YouTube, SoundCloud, everywhere. And then he made that video with the singers and said, there is only one Melodies from Heaven. There is only one. Now, Kirk Franklin, now some people might think that that's hating, right? But Kirk Franklin, as the copyright owner of that song, he is entitled to say who can and cannot use his music. Remember when we were talking about Nicki Minaj and um, Tracy Chapman? Tracy Chapman, now people know Tra not to use Tracy Chapman's music, and Nicki did it anyway, right? Now, DJ Luke Nasty, he did not ask permission from Kirk Franklin, and he was not trying to sell the music, but he still should have, you know, gotten, you know, seen if, if he could get the okay to make the remix. <clears throat> but people sample all the time, right? But as a copyright owner, you get to control who can use your stuff and how they use it. Now, Kirk Franklin, being a gospel artist, uh, meaning that he is, uh, you know, he abides by Christian beliefs, he does not want anybody making sexually suggestive remixes of his gospel songs. That does not fit with his brand. That does not fit with his values. So he can use his copyright rights to get this song taken down off of all the platforms, right? Um, I don't know if y'all remember Keisha Cole got, uh, got OT Genesis, uh, OT Genesis remix of her song Love because he did like a, a, a Crip remix to it. And she got it taken down because she was like, I don't want you messing with my song. It's the same thing here. Kirk Franklin, it's not, you know, Kirk Franklin does not care that DJ Luke Nasty isn't trying to make money off of the song. The fact of the matter is Kirk Franklin does not want you making worldly remixes to his, you know, uh, to, to his Christian music. So he uses his copyright rights his intellectual property to get it taken down. Now, I want to know from you guys, do you think Kirk Franklin was justified? Give me a one. Or if you think Kirk Franklin was hating, give me a two. If you think Kirk Franklin was justified in getting this uh, remix to his melodies from heaven taken down, give me a one. If you think he is just hating, give me a two. Aries forever ever said one, gave me a one. You think he's completely justified? I think so too. You know, he has to really be careful about who, you know, his brand. Margaret Massey gave me a one. AP Jackson gave me a one. Bontia Moako, I'm going to assume that's a one. Okay. Okay, thank you. Right, and I agree with you guys too. You know, you have to... You have to uh, align yourself with things that, that go with your values and your brand. Aries Forever Ever said with a little hate, Tristan's giving me multiple ones. Aries Forever Ever, I honestly don't think it's hate. I just think that, you know, it's... Because I heard a snippet of the DJ Loop Nasty song. There's no way you could play that in church. And, the, you know, that is Kirk Franklin's realm. He makes religious music. Um, now he might be, you know, like a religious bad boy, but at the end of the day, he is a Christian artist. So he is very mindful of how his music is used. And it is very important 
and that's why he keeps his intellectual property so he can control how his music is used okay all right so yes if you if you're gonna remix kirk franklin's song make sure it's a holy ghost remix all right okay uh all right so before we move on to our last story of the evening I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are in the startup phase of your business and you, uh, you know, you need some legal guidance, you don't know, you know, how do I register my business? How do I get an EIN number? How do I, you know, what do I need to start building credit for my business? You know, um, how do I protect people from stealing my business ideas? How do I protect myself from clients and business partners? Those are all the questions that I can answer for you, all right? So I want you to go to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and book yourself a free consultation if you're a first-time client. If you're not a first-time client, uh, you can always book a, a regular session or a Talk to Me Tuesday session where you can get uh, 25 minutes for $25. All that is available at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. Aries Forever Ever said, Kirk, no, he was sneak listening to that remix. He might have. He might have, and that's exactly why he took it down. Maybe he felt tempted. He said, you know what? Let me take out the beam in my eye before I point out the speck in my brother. So he took it down, all right? (laughs) All right. Moving on to our last story of the evening. This story was submitted by Lynn Jessica on Facebook. Thank you, Lynn Jessica. Um, Okay, did anybody watch the American Music Awards last night? Was it last night or Saturday night? Did anybody watch the AMAs? If you watch the AMAs, give me an A in the comments. If you watched the AMAs, give me an A in the comments if you watched the AMAs give me an A in the comments now I don't watch award shows I used to watch them when I was younger but I actually find award shows kind of boring now as you know a bill paying adult and that's no shade to anybody else I, I just personally don't care for award shows nobody watched AMAs um, 76 Grim Grace said stop watching years ago Okay, that's cool. I didn't watch either, but I heard a lot about this today, okay? <laughs> yes, Aries Forever, that does look like a no. Uh, so apparently last night, J-Lo did a performance on the AMAs, and a lot of people are saying that she basically ripped off Beyonce's 2014 Drunk in Love performance. Um, meaning like they, she had the wet hair, the sexy dancing, the colored lighting. Um, and a lot of people were, were saying that, you know, oh, she, she, um, she, she copied Beyonce, right? And, uh, in, in my, uh, messages, uh, I, they asked if this was copyright infringement, right? Now, when, we have, to, I think we have, we have talked about copyrights when it comes to dancing, right? It is possible to copyright a dance, though it is a little bit difficult. In order to copyright a dance, it has to be like an actual, you know, a full length performance. It must be performed by professionals and it must, uh, be performed by professionals in front of an audience 
and it must be recorded. And then you have to apply for the copyright, right? Now, I don't know uh, if, uh, we actually did a story not too long ago. One of Beyonce's choreographers is actually doing, uh, you know, going about choreographing some of the dances that he's done for, for the celebrities, you know, the entertainers that he has choreographed for. And this is a real shakeup in the world of dance. Now, I don't believe that Beyonce copyrighted her 2014 um, performance of Drunken Love. You know, the one where her hair was wet and the water was falling and all that stuff. Um, so, in terms of intellectual property and the law, no, J-Lo is not, J-Lo did not uh, commit copyright infringement unless Beyonce or the choreographer has some type of copyright on that routine, right? Now, is it, can we say that J-Lo was copying Beyonce? Absolutely. Was she infringing on Beyonce unless there's like a legal copyright on the books? No. And on top of that, musicians are inspired by each other all of the time. I don't know if y'all remember Beyonce's single ladies video, but that was a video that was inspired from a song from like the 70s or 80s. I remember watching the original video and the dance is very similar. This is just something that happens in the entertainment world. People see something and they get inspired to do something different. Um, for Beyonce, uh, Beyonce's album B-Day, the song over you, Oh, uh, um, for Deja Vu, when Beyonce is in that field doing that, you know, dance in like this little like fluffy skirt that was inspired by Josephine Baker, right? So there is nothing new under the sun, honestly, when it comes to entertainment. Everybody is inspired by somebody. Some people do it better than others. Some people just rip it off and try to do their own, their, their own brand. And apparently J-Lo did not make this, you know, uh, performance enough of her own for people to not say that she ripped Beyonce off. So maybe she did rip off Beyonce's performance, but by no means did she commit copyright infringement. Um, Aries forever ever said right foot up, left foot slide, and B always getting moves from African women. Why not? Why not? I mean, that that's where our roots come from, right? Why not be inspired by where civilization comes from? I think that's awesome that she's so inspired by the continent of Africa. Um, but yeah, so J-Lo doing that performance, while it may not have been the most original, is not necessarily copyright infringement unless Beyonce or her choreographer, uh, you know, copyrighted that entire routine. All right? So... Uh, hopefully that answered the question for you. Okay. So those were the stories that I had for you tonight, guys. Uh, I want to thank everybody who submitted a story. Every single story tonight was submitted by one of you. And I thank you for your diligence in doing that. It lets me know that you're involved, that you really care about what's going on. Hello, Veshne. Um, uh, we will be back tomorrow with more stories. We will not have a show on Thursday. That's Thanksgiving. I'm not working on the holiday, all right? Um, but, uh, but yeah, we will be on tomorrow and Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you find any stories, y'all know where to find me. Send it to me. Um, I have plenty of stories in the inbox as well to talk to you guys about. 
Keep your eyes peeled for the t-shirts. They're coming. I, like I said, I put the order in on Friday, so they are uh, in, in production as we speak, as well as the mugs. Oh, before I, before I sign off, uh, hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. Hi, Joey. Hi, all my family members and friends who watch. Um, yes, take care of yourselves, guys. Uh, numbers are going up. Please stay safe. Wear your masks. Wash your hands. Don't go out if you don't have to. Um, yeah, tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow's Tuesday. I said, I said we're having a show tomorrow on Tuesday, 8 p.m., right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, uh, so that's where, yes, mask up. Absolutely. So that's where I'm going to leave you. Oh, my sister's a site for the seasoning. Guys, if you're looking for organic, um, you know, non-preservative, uh, home, you know, small batch seasoning made from like fresh seasonings. Uh, my sister has a spice company of the season spices. You can order at of the season spices.com. Uh, you'll want to order quickly because she's, uh, going out of production from November 28th to December 28th. So if you want to order something, do it soon. All right. Of the season spices. Uh, thank you. King tax services. Happy Thanksgiving to you too. Good night, everybody. I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.